All right. Welcome to the Love Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. I'm Anthony Wilson, and I'm back again uh, with another podcast episode. Uh, You may be listening to this audio on uh, podcast, or you may be watching this on YouTube. And uh, on YouTube, this is a premiere, so you can interact. um, You can ask questions. You can ask questions of me. You can ask questions of my guest. Um, today I, I, I got a, I got a special guest. I, a couple of years ago, I got, had the opportunity of, um, interviewing my daughter, uh, finally get the opportunity to bring on my son, as you can notice, you know, the AJ Wilson and the Anthony Wilson on there. Uh, welcome to the love thy neighbor podcast network, sir. Hey, Hey, how's it going? How's it going? <laughs> it's going good, man. Um, you know, uh, we're doing this, man. Where, where, where are you at right now? What part of the world you at? You you in? <laughs> uh, right now, I'm currently in. I guess you could call it Green Bay, Wisconsin, but up here they call it the, the where, where I'm staying as the village of Alouette, Alouette, oh. up here in Wisconsin, right here off the Bay of Lake Michigan. Yeah, 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 yeah. You sound like you sound like you uh you done integrated well, you know. Um, and we'll talk about how you how you got there in a little bit, but um definitely glad to have this opportunity. I felt like it was a great time um for us to get together and, and, and do this interview and um kind of talk about some things. And so our subject today is, you know, those that maybe have seen the title already, Faith family and football, which is, you know, a a real thing for us, you know, all these things have been a part of our lives, you know, from day one, you know, football has been a part of your life. Faith has been a part of your life, family, you know, from as small as, you know, five years old, you know, uh, all the way up till now. Mm -hmm. Um, So before we dive in too deep, um, I want you to just share a little bit about who you are, um, where you are, and um, then we'll go from there, you know. So let's just start off with some simple stuff. (laughs) Sure thing. My name's AJ Wilson. I mean, you know, I'm just enjoying life right now, following my my faith. Right now I'm up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, playing football for the Green Bay Blizzard of the IFL. And, um, it's been a lot of fun just following my football career and where my faith in my football career has taken me and everything. Being from CSU Pueblo, Colorado State Pueblo to Green Bay from Hinkley High School, which not a lot of guys make it out of there playing football. So <laughs> it's been it's been a good time just coming out of there and enjoying everything and meeting new people and stuff like that. And hey, it's I'm just I'm just in the middle of the adventure. I'm not even close to the end yet. So yeah 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 you know maybe even still the first leg you know (laughs) first leg of the journey and so yeah man um we've had some conversations just about this journey um to you know being able to play professional football uh can you tell the folks just a little bit about the IFL that, that they they may not be familiar with it um yeah sure thing so the IFL is the indoor football league it's kind of like the National Arena League that everybody's heard about where, like, the Kurt Warners and stuff like that played. 
because uh, we actually do play the Iowa Barnstormers and stuff like that, Arizona Rattlers. Those are a couple big-time names that you may have heard. But it's just an indoor football league. It's the eight-man. So 3-0 linemen, 3-D linemen, and then a QB, QB running back, receivers, DBs, linebackers, everything in there except we play inside on kind of a more artificial carpet turf than an outdoor turf like they do out in the NFL and CFL and stuff like that. And yeah, we get paid to do it. We, everything's taken care of. We travel around playing other teams from other cities and having a good time, you know? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are not familiar, you know, with the IFL. They say, well, what is that? You know, is that the Arena Football League? And it used to be the Arena Football League, right? And so now yeah. it's the Indoor Football League. And, you know, um, it, it's 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 a fast-paced game. It's, um, you know, it's a lot of fun. Everything happens so quickly, you know, um, no, no lead is safe, (laughs) you know, there's no safe leads. (laughs) Every week we hear about a team that uh, like a couple weeks ago playing the Massachusetts Pirates. They, they, uh, the week before they played us, they played Duke city. They were up by like 16 points, with like 20 seconds to go and ended up losing. So no safe, no lead is safe because the whole field is within range. Right, 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 right. So yeah, long field goals, one play touchdowns, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, so, you know, the journey here, um, you know, there, there was a point where you were kind of thinking about being done with football, you know, um, but yet, you know, right now you're still on the journey. You're still doing it. Um, you're actually getting to play professionally. Um, kind of talk about just how you got to where you're sitting right now. Um, maybe even start from maybe the week before you got the call. What was your mindset? What were you thinking about? You know, yeah, that kind of thing. I can do that. Yeah. So that week before, I was just kind of just finished. I had just finished up doing all my CFL trials. You know, I was like, if I can't make the NFL right now, let's, let's attempt to get in the CFL. Let's see where this takes me. Just going out there running 40s and doing broad jumps and one-on-ones with no pads on and stuff like that. Just seeing where it takes me. And so from that, I had really figured out a couple areas. I was like, okay, I need to grow in how I play football, how I think about the game and stuff like that just going up against those guys because some of them were really good. Some of them had already played in the NFL. Some of them had already played in the CFL. So dealing with that and had to, having to keep my mind sharp and knowing that, hey, these guys, everybody I've been going against right now is either the same age or older than me, just like they used to be. So, but going forward uh, that week, I decided to, uh, I worked out a little bit. I was my trainer over at Six Zero Strength, Matt Machesney who's been, a, he's been, I've been working out him, with him since I was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a long time. And so he's been helped. He helped me through this process a little bit too. And I just was like, okay. Told my agent, I was like, yeah, my agent that uh, I'm going to take a little bit of a break for the week. So I only got one workout in and then I head down to Pueblo to hang out with some friends from college and stuff like that. And then when I got back, I started driving Uber again to make to foot my bills and stuff like that 
And next thing you know, I looked up, uh, my agent was calling me. He's like, how do you feel about uh, playing in, a, in the IFL? And I was like, uh, I, I mean, it's football, so <laughs> right. I'm okay with it. And he's like, okay, give me a couple minutes. And then so I was like, okay, I guess I'm waiting on a phone call back. And then he broke it down to me when he called me back that um, the Green Bay Blizzard were interested and they really needed an offensive lineman that because that, uh, they had a couple injuries across their offensive line. So they needed a guy and they needed them yesterday as Coach Corey. I came to find out from Coach Corey that, uh, <laughs> when I, got, I finally got the chance to go get on the phone with him. So that was on what, Tuesday, May 2nd or 3rd or something like that. And so my agent, Lee, I'm talking to him back and forth. He's setting it up and talking to the coach. And then I finally get the chance to talk to the coach later on that night. And he's like, yeah, we want you. We need you. Let's let's get you up here. So that was one thing. And then uh, finding out, he uh, I had to get the plane ticket to get up here. And I don't know. I was going to be thrown in the fire immediately. I was changing the position a little bit, not too much, going from guard to center. So that was going to be a little bit of a change, not much, though. And uh, that Friday, uh, it was an interesting feeling to be like, okay, I'm doing nothing. I just hung out, spent the weekend with my friends. And now – all of a sudden it's Tuesday and I have uh, tomorrow or uh, it's Monday night, actually it was on Monday night. And I was like, okay, I got to be up there on a Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, I was going to have a 5 a.m. practice. Wow. So, and it just <laughs> was going full throttle from that moment on. And then not only that, but I was going to have to go up to go to North Dakota and Bismarck and have a game that, that weekend. So I went from having nothing, just working out and, chilling to I have a game this weekend that I have to be ready for it was, so that's it's a little overwhelming I was a little frantic <laughs> but uh, hey you just, just when God gives you the call you get you get the call you go that's all it is so. yeah yeah definitely I, I, it's an amazing moment amazing story you know to this point you know but leading up to this point you know, I remember we were sitting in a men's group one time and we were all gathered around and we we're talking about, you know, God's will and, you know, trying to follow God's will. And, you know, what is God convincing us to do by faith? And, you know, one of the things that you said was to continue your football career. And some of the guys looked, looked at, looked at each other and looked around the room and was like, well, isn't that your dream? And, you know, your response was what? What was your response? <laughs> oh, okay. So my response at that time was like, um, I mean, after everything that happened in college, I had a love-hate relationship with my coaches and stuff like that at the end of it. I was just kind of like, uh, I'm beat up. My, I don't really have as much motivation as I did when I first got there. And I was like, I got a degree. I get this many paths that I can take. <laughs> right. And, I was like, and all of those seem easy, easy. And I enjoy just going somewhere routine. I enjoy the routine, but I had to look internally. And my response to what you're saying at that men's group was, I was done playing football. That's what I thought. But God was, he had other plans. He was like, yeah, I need you to do this. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So I had to put myself on the back burner and follow that, follow his dream, his path that he laid before me. And my, I have to trust that he's got it laid out. So just dealing with that, that was a, that's, that's tough in itself. Cause when you're ready to quit, you're ready to quit. Mm. 
So. Yeah, you know, and, and, and I think that's why, you know, we talk about faith, you know, family and football, you know, faith that that whatever God is is doing, you know, he knows what's best, you know, because some people would think, oh, yeah, football should be your dream. But it's something that you believe that God wants you to continue to do. And you don't know how long and you don't know maybe the end result of that, you know, what the mission is within the mission, right? Right. People think the mission is football, but you're more than a football player. You know, you're, you're a child of God. And so how does that factor in even going back to college, you know, when, you know, kids were like, it's all about football. There were times where you were doing ministry you know, doing crew, mm-hmm. <clears throat> FCA, discipling guys one-on-one. People are like, well, how come you're not, you know, hanging out trying to get in good so you can make your football career work? You know, how was it that, you know, for you feeling like, but this is a part of who I am, you know, as much or even more than football? Yeah, so with all that, um Having the, having that ministry on the side of football, I I just knew like coming out of high school, I knew I was like, okay, I want to play football, I want to play football, but it didn't really, I didn't really grow in my faith enough until I got to college to realize that, hey, this, why do I have this dream? What's making me want to play football like this? And I understand that I want to be playing football just because you know I'm an athletic guy and I want to use those talents. But I had to look at myself and was like, what situations is God putting me in? to like is there something he wants me to do Mm. and so I had to try and figure out what he wanted me to do which that was it was a long trying process (laughs) over the man I was at Pueblo for five and a half years thanks to Mm. COVID so (laughs) (laughs) right so it was a long trying process of figuring out who I am and who I am in him and while I'm doing that I'm being a leader and crew and uh, also helping out with FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes because we were doing a lot of things together. Because you know when you're in this ministry, you're in this ministry together. So we were doing a lot of things together, just discipling, Bible studies, and all this stuff. And I'm watching some of my teammates; they're just going out and hanging out and partying and stuff like that. And I was like, sometimes you know, in the back of your head, like ah, that looks fun, but then you're like, hmm. Mm. But that's not what's meant for me, though. So just thinking about those things and going in and going hard and focusing on what God's got. And I think the most refreshing moment for me was one of my teammates. He had, he had told me one time because he was dropping me off after practice because I didn't have a car at the time. And he was like, um, Hey, AJ, uh, you know, initially I didn't like you. <laughs> wow. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, why not? And he's like, I just, I didn't like the way you carried yourself and stuff like that. But over the years, because uh, we came in in the same recruiting class, he is like, you've actually shown me what it's like to be a follower of Christ. Mm. And I was like, I was like, wow. What? <laughs> I was like, I haven't even really been doing anything besides just living life. But that's what God calls us to do is to live life with him and for him. So that's really all we need to do. And so that made it football a little bit dicey at times and stuff like that. But I knew it deep in my heart that if the decision can't ever came down to picking God or football, I was going to pick God every time. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful <clears throat> because a lot of people, football is it. That's who they are. That's their identity. If football doesn't work, they're hopeless. You know, they feel like, man, life is over, you know, not for you because, you know, what I hear you saying is that um, you know, that you're, you're made for a greater purpose and football is just a vehicle and however God uses it to get, get you to where he wants you to be. You're okay with that journey. <clears throat> that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, that's definitely what it is. It was, I had, and I had to learn to be okay with that because there was a point where I was coming out of high school. I was, I'm a football player. I'm a football player. I told myself I'm a football player. But as I grew up in college, I was like, I'm not just, I'm not a football player. I'm AJ. <laughs> and there are different aspects to AJ. And although that involves being a football player, I'm not only a football player. And so that's why, like, I hear guys and some of my teammates, they really struggled when they got injured because that was stripped from them. And I was like, I don't think I would struggle like that. I'd be mad that I'm missing some opportunities. But, hey, I got other things I can worry about besides just not being able to play football. So, Right. Right, definitely. And so, you know, with that being said, you know, throughout this journey, what is the role – of 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 your family you know been throughout all this that you've been going through you know the the ups and downs the hills and valleys you know how has your family been there um in these situations well they've been my best my greatest support system as you you know (laughs) but they've been my greatest support system because they've just been there every step of the way i think one of the examples is I can always call my, my mom. I would call my mom for academic stuff when I was struggling in classes and stuff. She would just call me and get on me, get to class, get doing this, doing that. And so they, she's always been there for that stuff and keeping me on track. And then I would call my dad. We would just break down film together. That's how we spend a lot of our time is breaking down film, which, and that would lead to some other conversations, sometimes some deep, some deep conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And so you just take those and then they would stand by me. They, whatever my choice was, they were like, okay, we're going to go with you. So that, that, that's really how they stuck with me. And when I was feeling down they were there to counsel, console me when I was filling up, they were filling up. So it's just having that constant support system there. So that way your lows don't get too low and your highs don't get too high and keeping you steady and knowing that, Hey, even if I do mess up or make a mistake, I'm not alone. So. Right. And don't, don't forget your Thursday calls, you know, oh, yeah. it's, changed, <laughs> it's, it's, it's changed a couple of times over the years. Cause I think, I think at one point it was like a Monday, I would call her on call Tierra on some Mondays and then it changed. It just, it changed with every school year. Cause I have my class schedule change and I was like, okay, this is the day. <laughs> you know, although it's a little weird that I have a designated day to talk to my sister, but Hey, it made it easier because it's like, okay, I can just save up everything until this day. Right. I don't have to worry about trying to find time 10, 15 minutes or 10, 15 minutes there. I could just call her on that day where I'm a little bit more free and Hey, she's free on that day too. And we'll end up talking on the phone for a couple of hours and just we're together in it. And then having them with me and then finding out I had family that I had the school that I was at my cousin, Kurt, yeah, he was, he was, was the great support system for me at the university. So I wasn't just like I knew I had my family back home, my, my parents, and my sister. 
but to have a relative and a friend, sister, friends at my school there with me to walk out every single day and to them to hold me accountable to who I am was even better. It was just like, okay, cool. I have all my boxes checked so that way I can, can be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, having 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 family as you go through, you know, the ups and downs, the, I mean, just the, uh, the, the, the toils of it, because, you know, I remember me and you were talking about, you know, the things that you wish you had known, <laughs> you know, when you started your, you know, especially the college stage of this, oh, yeah. you know, what are some of those things, you know, that young guy coming in, he says, Hey, AJ, you know, what's some things that I, I, I should, I should be, be aware of, you know, in this process, what are some of those things that you would share with that, with that young guy, you know, a couple of those, uh, I think the biggest one for me is time management skills mm. because <laughs> it comes back to bite you in your butt when you don't, you don't know how to manage that time, whether it's just hanging out with your friends or doing schoolwork or doing a Bible study when you want to, if you don't have, know how to manage your time correctly, you can't do anything. And I found that out a little bit. That I found that out early on that that was going to be the hardest thing because that first year was rough on me school-wise. I had a lot of fun, but I didn't do what I needed to do in the classroom, which didn't set me up to be a success on the football field or in anything that wasn't related to just hanging out. So I had to learn that. And then, you know, coming in with a sense of confidence. You always have to have the confidence in yourself that you can do anything. And having that confidence, and sometimes it wears on you because you see dudes when you first get to college, at least for me on the football field, that you're like, that dude's an amazing athlete. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Like, uh, am I really going to be able to compete with them? Mm. You got to take a step back. Like, it doesn't matter if I can compete with them. Can I compete with me? Is it find that vision of yourself where you're the utmost and you don't have any of the weaknesses because we all know our weaknesses. Yeah. And if you don't, that's the one of the things you have to identify is what your weaknesses are, whether that's you're susceptible to talking to somebody for too long, you like talking too much or stuff like that. I think that was one of the things I learned also is that I'm not a home studier person. I can't study at home at all for anything. <laughs> I have to leave. And so I would, there would be constant nights where me and my cousin and our friends, we'd, all right, well, we're going to the library. And we would just be in the library and not, we wouldn't always do a whole bunch of work, but we just being there helps you work done. And you, whether it was a little bit or a lot, you, you're in an environment that works for you to get that work done. Yeah. And so having those things, like I said, time management, confidence, and then knowing your weaknesses and knowing how to overcome those weaknesses, even if it's a little bit of time, somebody's going to have the knowledge that you need. And I think that's the last thing is finding out, linking up with others that fill that void for where you are weak at. Like if you're not confident in yourself, link up with somebody that's always confident because they'll teach you how to be confident and then you'll become confident Mm. when they're down and that helps them. And that's something that also my faith helped me with because I I was always the confident guy because my confidence was never in me. It was that God put me here. And so having that confidence it rubbed off on other people it made me always seem like more of a leader than even i wanted to be so, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> at times but other people noticed it and it helped them 
And then when I was started to feel down, they would help me because now they've got that confidence. So, yeah, definitely, definitely a, a, a blessing. And, you know, um, when it comes down to being an athlete and being a Christian, there's, you know, there's some tension there because for a lot of people, being an athlete means being a celebrity figure, being a a partier, being, you know, a socialite, you know, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, how did that, you know, how did you balance, you know, being a Christian and being strong in who you are with the social pull of being an athlete, you know, first of all, on the campus and now in more of a professional atmosphere where guys are grown, right? <laughs> they're grown and they're just, <clears throat> well, even in college, they were grown. So I won't say that, but just in that atmosphere where uh, there's more freedom to kind of do what you want to do, you know? Yeah. I'd say it's just, um, cause that was one of the hard things is learning that balance. Cause there's a, there's a balance to it that, Hey, when the work's there, you have to get the work done. And uh, a lot of guys, whatever they do after that work's done is what they do. Like me, I prefer not to go out and party and stuff like that. But other guys need that to blow off that steam, to relax themselves and stuff like that. I I never really was one of those guys. But finding the balance between, hey, I have this, I have a packed schedule. I need to figure out, I only have two hours here to myself. What do I want to do during those two hours? Do I just want to lay in the bed this day? Or do I want to play video games for two hours with my friends? Or do I want to just go hang out? Or if you decide to take it a little bit further, if I want to go out with my friends and hang out with everybody else and go go appear at a party, as I like to call it, appear, because I wasn't actually at the parties like that, but I would show <laughs> sure, up because right. all my friends were there. Right. I'd show up and then I'd leave. You know, you just got to gotta get your guest appearance in. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you show up and you just uh, you say what's up to everybody, and then when you when you, you leave, when you're ready to leave, having the ability to do that, you have to balance. Okay, if I'm gonna lose a little bit of sleep, you have to be mentally prepared for that. You can't let it throw you off that hey, I got less sleep this time. Now I ha- I have to go do this in the morning. I'm not gonna be ready for it. Right. Because if you if you weren't if it was gonna overwhelm you that much, you you gotta say no. But if you're you're able to do it. You, you can do it that's my thing is just when you find that give and take you take you you learn it you have to learn it and you have to learn it as soon as you can find what works for you find hey this is my niche for hanging out and getting relaxation one of the guys that during the training process and stuff a couple months ago he told me some of his teammates that he was talking to they were they were started off great and their their performance started slacking. And he's like, you guys just need something to blow off steam. Let's just go play video games or something. Right. And they did. And then the next week, they were back performing at their best. So that given that little self-esteem that you, or that little break that you need from actually being present in the moment, you could just, all right, I'm here, but I'm not really here. It has to be acceptable at times for you. And you have to find when it is, which is the tough point. But like like you're saying, with uh, it's a little bit different going from the college area to the professional ranks. But it's a little, just a little bit different. Guys have a little more freedom 
because they don't have a coach breathing down their bag. It's just, hey, you do you, <laughs> as long as you're at practice at this time, <laughs> right. okay. And you can perform, you're good. I think that's one thing that's different. But that just means, hey, you have to know you. You have to know what hurts you. You have to know what bothers you mentally and keep and bothers you physically and, and keeps you going. And so you have to be able to balance those things. And so sometimes teams experiment a little is needed. And that's why I say, hey, if you're if you're a college athlete and you're late to the one that one practice or that two practices, when you first get there and show up on campus or show up when you're doing it, that's okay. Don't let it. But you can build from there because now you know I can't do this. So, but if your teammates know, and because some of your teammates will be the telltale sign. Like if you see your teammates going out there and they tell you not to go, that means they can probably already tell that that's something that you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's about, you know, managing yourself, right? Cause you can't control what other people are doing. And so you, you don't, but you have to hold to um, your standard. And so with, you know, football and being, you know, now, you know, a professional, maybe you're not NFL, CFL, but IFL is a professional football league. Um, what are some differences uh, in, you know, preparing to play uh, th- from the college level to, you know, this level of football? What are some of the differences that you're experiencing? Um, see, that's a tough one because there's not, there's not a huge leap in preparation. Okay. The leap is that it's more on you. Right. That's the way I, I picture it from high school to college to, to professional every step of the way the preparation gets pushed more and more on you and how you handle that preparation. So in high school, you can get away with not watching so much film. You can get away with just being a top flight athlete. When you get to college, everybody's a top flight athlete. And now it comes down to, do you know your job and are you willing to put in a little extra work? Once you get to the professional level, everybody's putting a little, putting in a little extra work. Now it's, how where can you find that extra edge whether it's in the film study whether it's looking at the scouting reports or some for some guys is looking at like uh, their opponents instagrams and stuff and getting names of people that that guy knows just so that way there's some level of mental edge because once you get to a professional level everybody's good right but it's about the little minute details and um, your preparation and your coaches don't they can't really help you with that as much as you think they can. That all comes down to you because you're going to have a lot of time. You, do you have enough time? Do you have your workouts and stuff like that? But now you don't have to worry about school. You're just doing your, your sport. And so why not take advantage of that full time and watch, instead of watching an hour of film, watch two, three hours of film because you have the time available for you. So that way you truly understand who you're going up against. So, and that yeah. goes with everything. Because, like, uh, when it comes down to, uh, for me and my faith, reading your Bible, that's the ultimate question is, like, hey, am I going to spend this time reading my Bible or am I going to spend this time scrolling through TikTok? (laughs) Right, right. And so that is the same situation in both cases. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely good, you know, especially, you know, for the young folks that are transitioning. So I guess this is the question I want to ask you know, transitioning 
um, into the young adult category, you know, it starts in college, but now you're kind of really getting into, you know, what it looks like to be a young adult. Um, what are some of the things that, as far as your faith, would you encourage uh, people that are making that transition, whether it's to a career, whether it's to, you know, playing, you know, a sport, whether it's to, you know, what are some of the things that you would say, hey, make sure, <laughs> you know, you have this in place, you know, um, that have been benefited you? Um, I guess for me, one thing that, that uh, has benefited me is that the mentality of keeping your options open and being honest about it. And so what I mean by that is whether it's options within yourself or options like, hey, this guy, I got an offer, a job offer here, a job offer there, and make it known to each job, I have another job offer. So I'm, you're not my only option because that changes the way they look at you. It changes the way everybody looks at you that you're willing, hey, I'm going to go get her. I'm going to find a way to get this done, no matter what it takes. And sometimes that's also just evaluating yourself because there are options that you have that, hey, I may be weak in this area. Do I actually want to strengthen this or do I want to just go? And so transitioning through college and stuff like that, you learn how to, to capitalize on those moments or to not capitalize on those moments that, hey, I have an offer that can change my life right now. And it's, it's never like the most monumental things. Mm. Sometimes it's a job offer. Sometimes it's, do I feel like reading before I go to bed? Or do I feel like doing push-ups before I go to bed? Or having a morning routine? Something small like that. And then you become consistent. in That consistency of, hey, I'm going to capitalize on every opportunity that I get. And I'm going to let everybody know I'm going to capitalize on it. Because when you let people know and you capitalize on it because you said you were going to, they start holding you to that standard. And then you start holding yourself to a standard even more. So I think that's one big thing is just you can have a constant mental aspect of growth, whether you make the wrong decision, the right decision or an opportunity there's something that can be learned from it going forward that can help you no matter what happens. So yeah, that's what I would say is that for me, having a mindset of growth through pain, through struggle, through, Hey, I made the wrong decision through regret, all of that. There's something in it that can help you. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a good word because I remember. And so um, this past Christmas, me and you got to watch, um, um, what is it called? American underdog. Yeah. The Kurt Warner story. And I remember I was watching that and, you know, kind of discussion afterwards is that, you know, would you do, you know, indoor foot football league or, you know, would you, and I, you know, I don't re really remember what you said at the time, <laughs> you know, but like you said, having those options open, you know, that, you know, if this door opens, I, I can, I can do that, that it, you know, because I, I know, you know, some of the things, you know, at, uh, in the process, you know, especially when we're getting to the point where you were seeing other guys that, 
you had played with, you know, from little league, you know, getting opportunities and you're looking around and you're saying, okay, you know, God, I, I, I can go get a job. I can go do something different. Why do you want me to stick to this path when it doesn't look like, you know, things are panning out when you were, you know, beginning to have those thoughts, how did you stay the course? How were you able to maintain and stay the course? I think that that's a little difficult. (laughs) It's a, it's, it varies from person to person. For me, I took solace in the routine. So you're saying watching that movie about Kurt Warner and his path and he had to work at uh, a grocery store and then he decided to go play in the arena league and then got a shot. And watching that, he had to, he had to just stay the straight path and it was hard to see where how he was doing it. And for him, he just, he just trusted. He just trusted and had confidence in himself. And for me, uh, my confidence was that hey, God's got a plan, so I'm just going to stick with it no matter what, unless, I, unless he tell me otherwise, and every single door, no matter what, is slammed in my face. <laughs> that was what I was going to stick to, and me being a routine guy is, hey, I had an Uber Eats delivery fees and stuff that I had to do, and I had workouts that I had to do, and I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to work out go drive, work out, go drive. I'm, right. take, I'm just going to, this is me. I'm just going to get used to it. And whatever happens, happens. And I'm going to try and be prepared at all times, which is a lot of people don't tell you how hard it is to be prepared at all times. Yeah. Cause it is hard. It, it's mentally it's draining. It physically is, is hard, but I think really it's the mental battle where you look at yourself and you're like, why 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 (laughs) right (laughs) and the more you ask yourself why it's like you lose a little bit of energy every time and so you just got to find something uh, that baseline that you're looking for and just go and stick to that baseline no matter what so that's the that's what it helped me was just sticking to hey god said this and i'm getting tired but he don't get tired so (laughs) That's right. He that keeps me neither neither slumbers nor sleeps. You know, he's he's always on the clock. And so, you know, definitely, definitely powerful. And so um, I guess, you know, as we, you know, come to, you know, probably a good point to maybe land this. What are some, you know, final thoughts that you would give to, you know, a friend, you know, family member, somebody who, you know, believes that God is, you know, giving them something to do, but maybe they're not sure about why or how this is going to work out in the end. What would you say to that person who says, AJ, I just, you know, this is hard, man. I don't even know where God is taking me. I don't know why he wants me to go this route. You know, uh, what would you share with them? See, I, I would share with them first it sounds a little cliche but it's hey sometimes you don't need to know where you're going (laughs) you just need to know the job that you're going to complete and that's like like the i think there's a saying it's better to be a it's better to be a 
a warrior in a time of peace than a, uh, a citizen in a time of war. Mm. And so you have to be, you have to be like, okay, I have the ability. And let's say like, uh, for me, it was football. I was just like, I have an ability. I don't know when, I don't know how, I don't know nothing. But every opportunity that it, I hear of, I'm going to stick my hat in. If it don't work out, it don't work out. And be okay if it don't work out. That's where like being content comes in. Like you just, within yourself, you have to just accept the results as they come because you're not always going to like the results that are given to you. They're not all, it's not always going to be like, oh, I get the, got this off the first time. It may take a hundred times. It may take a thousand. And so just being content, like, hey, this no is a no. I guess I'm on to the next one. Right. And I understand that that's really hard because it was hard for me. But it's a, that's where, like I said, that growth, that growth mindset is, hey, this no showed me a little something. Let me take it to the next one. This next no showed me a little something. So just being consistent with that. And so I would just say to them, like, hey, it's okay to not know. That that's get used to that mindset. It's okay. Uncertainty is okay. Just be certain in the things that you're certain of. <laughs> right. Because those things those things will 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 carry you. If you're certain you have the ability to to be a a teacher or a a life coach or something, or you want to start a business and you're certain in the business, be certain in that idea. Be certain in it and give it up to God and he'll carry it the rest of the way. Whatever way he's going to make it go, it's going to go. So. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, you know, uh, last but not least, um, you know, want to give you a chance to, you know, give some, some shout outs, you know, to some, some <laughs> folks that, you know, you feel like, Hey, they, they, they've been there. Just want to acknowledge them, you know, in this journey, you know, thus far, um, you know, yeah, to this particular point, you know, who are some folks that you feel like, man, I want to, I want to give some shout outs. <laughs> well, I've shouted out my parents and my sister and my cousin, uh, I guess my, one of my friends, uh, a couple of my friends, Charles, who's out in Arizona. He, he really helped me out just helping me think, be a deeper thinker. And he's just been there through and thick and thin. I can call him up at any time. And then uh, my, my friend, Ben, who's been there since the whew, day one, beginning, <laughs> beginning, it's been almost, it's, it's, shoot, it's been, it's been so long. It's crazy. And then us going through each of our individual journeys and staying connected, and knowing that we're a support for each other. And then uh, just, yeah. And then, my extended family, my uncles, my aunts and stuff like that. And my grandpa, just that they're, they're watching over me. And then, yeah, my teammates from college and just wishing the best for me and giving me that, that inside look at, Hey, we know what you are. So go be what you are. So I'm thankful for all that. So I think that's the only really shout outs I need right now. And then, uh, thankful for my agent Lee helped me find the opportunities when I didn't know how to find them. So, yeah. Well, I definitely, you know, there's, there's one person who's kind of been like a, a a kind of an angel on your shoulder 
you know, throughout this process ever since um, you met him. Um, and I think, you know, I, you, if you don't shout him out, I think, you know, we ought to, you know, we ought to say something about, you know, my man, Coach Washington, you know, Yo. he's, <laughs> you know, he, he, he's been there for those phone calls, one-on-one conversations. And it's like every now and then it's like sprinkles in, you know, <laughs> Yeah, but he's he's the he, I guess you could call him the, the that one the special season and the special song. <laughs> right, right, right. Got to shout him out because he's I get to talk to him from time to time, not as much as I used to, but whenever I need him, he's right there and he's always willing to get that advice because he's he's gone down the path I'm trying to travel before, and he's been all over, and so having that him him and his experiences to draw from and has been a help and him and Morgan and my friend Mathena having all of them just having those people in my life has helped me so that I think that's that's something I'm really grateful for because uh he's one of the few coaches that I, I still I'm still around and still hanging out with yeah so no he's a he's yeah he's he's different he's a he, he, we kind of view him as family, you know, you know, kind of extended family, kind of, he's like a, he's like an uncle or, you know. Yeah, pretty much. Know. At this point in time, he might as well be an uncle. <laughs> you know, you know, but yeah, definitely. And so last but not least, man, I always have my guests, um, you know, just pray for our listeners, um, especially those listeners that may be, you know, traveling, you know, the same path or, you know, that you're traveling just to mm-hmm. you just pray for them, you know, that, you know, God's kingdom come and his will be done in their life, you know? Yeah. Uh, close your eyes. Dearly Father, I just uh, thank you for the opportunity just to, for this conversation, Lord, to help others and to get this message out to everyone. That you're, you're, even if they don't feel it, you're with them every step of the way. Even if you haven't given them a direction, you're still with them, Lord. Sometimes you have to be willing to just rest in you, Lord. And I'm thankful for that opportunity, Lord. And I ask that you just help those that may feel like they're struggling with that. Teach them how to be, how to accept and how to be content with what you called them and be certain of the certains and leave everything else up to you, Lord. And give them the strength to do that because it takes a lot of strength, Lord. And all our strength comes from you, Lord. And I ask that you give them the confidence that they need to continue stepping forward, Lord. And I'm forever grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. So, AJ, how can people uh, watch your games? What's your team and how can they watch the games? Uh, okay, so we got two more games left of the season. The next one's coming up on a Saturday against uh, the Frisco Fighters. And you can watch it on YouTube. You can look it up for the Green Bay Blizzard. So you can just type in Green Bay Blizzard and it should pop up and it'll have a little link that you are the video for the upcoming games and the past games that you can still watch because they're still up there if anybody wants to watch some past games and stuff like that. Or you can check out IFL football uh, and that'll have every game from around the league. And you can check those out and have the little highlights and stuff like that. But yeah, right now we're mainly on YouTube and stuff like that. And then you can uh, hit them up at Green Bay Blizzard on Instagram and stuff like that. That's where you can find them at. And, and hey, I'll be here. 
We'll let you keep your eye up to date. Now, are there there any past games that you recommend we should go back and watch? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess one would be uh, the game against the Bismarck Bucks, which was uh, May 7th. That one was a good one to watch. I personally like because it was the first game I got there. We won fifty five fourteen. So you to, if you're if you're excited to see a team score and stuff like that and put up points and that's a good one to watch. If you want to see a more back and forth battle, we have a couple of those ones because a lot of our games go back and forth. And so I would say this past one against Sioux Falls was a big one. First time beating them. And so that was a good one, Sioux Falls Storm. Um, I'd say there's one more I would I would want to watch would be the first game against uh, quad, the Quad Steel City Steamrollers, which was on, I believe that was like May 14th or something like that, mm-hmm. May 15th. That was a good game. It was just a, it was back and forth. A lot of these games is you tie to half and then you look up and you're down. So, <laughs> right. so any of those games is pretty good. I'm not going to just tell, sell you on wins and wins. You got to be able to see the good and the bad. So definitely. All right. Well, man, appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to come on with me. I mean, we, we get to talk a lot, but uh, people don't really get to, you know, see some of our conversations, but just really wanted to share the journey uh, with some of those that may be watching. And, and if you're watching, make sure you, you know, go down the live chat. You can support this channel. Um, you can join this channel. Um, all, you know, your support and your prayers are definitely welcome and needed. Uh, otherwise, remember to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you. Thank you for watching.